Welcome to Copy Chief Radio. I'm your host, Kevin Rogers. This is the show where you hear directly from all the experts at copychief.com how to write better, sell more, and have a greater impact using the power of your words. Let's do it. Welcome back to Copy Chief Radio. It's your chief. It's Kev Rogers right here. Thank you for tuning in. Promise to make the best use of your brain space over the next 20 minutes. Here with Amanda Foxcroft today. Really excited about what Amanda's doing. I've been working with Amanda in our RFL program. She's super bright, really good writer. She's a direct response copywriter. She also writes for some real heavyweights in the natural health and alternative health industries. So she's really passionate on this topic and this niche. And Amanda has been focused sort of obsessively on what we're calling indoctrination of a a new customer. You think about this. When someone is trying to find their way into your world, how good of a job are you doing at helping indoctrinate them into what it is you have for them, how it will help them, what they need to know about it, all these important factors. And so, Amanda, thanks for being here today, and I'm excited about this topic. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I'm happy to be here, and I'm happy to be talking about this. It's it's exciting for me. I know. It's like some people say, <laughs> well, that doesn't sound that exciting. But this, this is passionate for you because it's personal to you, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I kind of came to this point. It's actually been several years sort of in the making. I forget when it was, but, you know, years ago when Gmail was first putting those little hyperlinked ads in, like, above the uh, the inbox. Yeah. Yeah, so I, like, I accidentally, or it was either that or divine intervention, I'm still not sure, <laughs> but I clicked on one one day. that said something about six-pack abs, and it led me to Mike Geary and his Truth About Six-Pack Abs mm. website and all the uh, information that he had on there. And I had never heard nutrition and fitness information like what he was talking about. Like that was just something that I had never been shown before. And so with that, that kind of led me down this rabbit hole of, you know, learning all about alternative health and meeting and discovering different businesses and people in that field like Isabel de los Rios and, uh, Joel Marion and like Biotrust and Prograde and Natural Health Sherpa and all these. And so I really like like that link changed my life. And I so there's that that I want to like do more of that and help to build help businesses, you know, bring people in like they did to me. Yeah. But also as I was getting more into alternative health and I was doing copywriting and marketing and researching all the time and I would start telling people like they'd say they'd have a problem or uh, something about maybe they couldn't sleep or needed to get their blood pressure down or things like this. And I would be like, oh, well, have you tried, you know, X, Y, or Z, you know, like a tea or natural honey or something. And often it was like, oh, no, like you can do that. Like I didn't know. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, just Google it. Mm. And so then they would go to Google it. And sometimes it would come out all right. But a lot of times They'd be like, ah, I tried, but I just don't know. It was too confusing. Like, I don't know what was going on. Right. And so, yeah, kind of these two parts of myself, then my marketing mind kind of along with the, the helping part of me kind of came together. <laughs> and so I started 
kind of simulating this cold prospect experience just on, on the computer. Like I'd be like, oh, well, what happens if I Google hibiscus tea? You know, what am, what am I going to get? Like, say, I don't know anything about it. And, and so I started making some of these videos that sort of show the, the user experience. And when you put that into the search engine and you come up with a whole page of, you know, who knows what from where, <laughs> like, and if you don't know anything about it, it can be really overwhelming. It can be really confusing. You get a lot of different kinds of information. And then sometimes even when you go to like, say, buy a product or click on something, even then like the product description isn't necessarily helpful. Or so you're just, I just felt like we could be doing more to make alternative health sort of mainstream health because it's really for everybody. I mean, in different ways, but yeah. you know, everybody wants to be healthy and happy and not on medications with tons of side effects, you know, <laughs> there's right. ways to do that and make it easier for people to find it and to get involved. So, right. And from a marketing standpoint, it's, it's really critical. I mean, this is really where so much of your money is. I mean, you know, if you're, paying for search engine results so if you're if you've got a google ad you want to be at the top of those results if you've invested in seo to have organic rank and certainly if you're doing paid advertising say on facebook you would just assume that that people have a clear funnel and are being abundantly helpful in helping people get indoctrinated because again Particularly in alternative health, it's a totally new concept a lot of times. And Amanda, but you were saying about, right. you know, yeah. you just clicked a link and you were totally indoctrinated into this whole world of all these gurus and different sort of their, their untraditional, un, uh, unconventional mm -hmm. approaches to health. And that's really changed your life. And that's really what you want for people. And you just see it yeah. done poorly a lot and we yes. all do so i've been calling you the the indoctrinatrix <laughs> because yes, uh, you're, you're obsessed with this and it's and you're really smart about it and so we're going to go through some now and and i want to help people listening to this understand what you can be doing so be thinking of your own pages put yourself in the mind of the cold prospect who's been given a tip or Something has led them into your world. And as Amanda is sharing sort of the good and bad tactics that we see out there, be assessing your website, your landing pages, and see uh, how they live up. So, Amanda, I know you've got it broken down into five C's of indoctrination, you call them. Right. So let's just start with the first one. Okay. First C is control the narrative around your product or service. And so this is kind of is how you fit into the larger landscape of the internet, because like I said, with the, uh, the Google search, you know, your, your page doesn't just live in a vacuum. So someone's going to have to come to this, uh, either the search or somehow come to your page, but it, they may have also come from a, a, a lot of research or maybe none at all. And so when you're writing the copy, like on your homepage and really throughout all of your marketing materials, you want to be positioning your product or service as a, a solution to a problem that your market has or that your product or service solves, you know, so people might have a need or they might just not even be aware that what you do is what can help them. So it's really helpful if you tell them <laughs> like exactly what the benefits are, like why they need it now 
what does it cost to them to not get the solution right now? Mm. When can they expect to see results? You know, things like this rather than just kind of, I think sometimes because it's natural or because it's something maybe mundane like honey, people just kind of flop it out there and expect people to get the inherent value of it. But it's, they just don't, you don't, you have to tell them and you have to like, so what I mean by control the narrative too, is that there's like, like, I love that New Yorker cartoon. Nobody knows you're a dog on the internet. Right. So (laughs) people show up to these Google searches and who knows what, you know, if they're an authority, they're getting all this information. So like you want to be like the, the voice of authority and like a barking kennel of dogs on the internet. You know, you want to be the one that, that tells them how it can help and why they want to choose you, not just, you know, let other people fill in the gaps because you don't know what they're saying or where they're getting their information or what's going on. Right. What you don't want is people feeling like they came, they landed on your site and now they, are going to go, uh, okay, I kind of get this, but I, I need more. And so they, mm-hmm. they're going to click right back, you know, backwards in their browser, go back to Google and see, and they, they're going to go to the next one, right? So you've right. really yeah. got, you've got this one shot to, you know, meet the the person where they are, like the famous, was the Capels, right? Either the conversation going on in their head, where are they on this level of awareness and, we were talking the other day, Amanda, and you were mentioning it's it's you got to really factor in the the Eugene Schwartz market sophistication factor as well. Right. Yeah. Because a lot of times people are it, it, they're either looking to solve a need or they just didn't even know. Like, oh, I had no idea that this would do this. You know. So yeah, and they're like on the outer levels of awareness, and so that's how you're able to expand your market too to get more of your your help to the people that need it as well. Because then if they click away, not only have you lost a customer, that person's still in pain. Like you had an opportunity to help them and you biffed it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And you give a great example. And it's funny because I know this is, I think this is a big brand, the Republic of Tea, right? Yeah. And so if, if we're looking for this hibiscus tea that you mentioned and we click this link that we would find for them in Google, it's just, it's just a, it's an order page. I'm getting no information about really, they're not bringing me into the world of it. You know, Angie Coley did a great yeah. episode recently yeah. about product descriptions and how, how important those are. And, and here there, there, it's almost, I, I, this page to me almost reads like a bad real estate listing, right? Where instead right. of giving me <laughs> some clear information about what this house is about, it's like they're trying to be so flowery with the language and, you know, it, it, sometimes it's just like clarity trumps persuasion, as they say over at Mech Labs, yes. you know, it's, yeah, it's definitely. and so they're, they're not giving me what I need visually. And Amanda, you were telling me, this is a great analogy. It's, it's think about it. Like when you come into somebody's shop, you know, like a physical right. shop, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, so for example, with the hibiscus tea and the product description, like it's not telling you anything that you, that is really helpful. I mean, it's using words like effervescent and evocative. And I'm just like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> yeah, evocative tea. I don't, uh, yeah. And yeah. And so what they say too, you know, like about like a sales letter and direct response marketing, like you're not there to walk them through it or to tell them, oh, but this is what I meant, you know, like. Right. You have to let your your website and your copy 
do all of that for you because you're not there. So like, which is kind of leads me to the the next point. We'll get back to the the bricks and mortar store, but like the second C is that you want to uh, always confirm your claims uh, or have proof, you know, that what you can do to help them, you've got the proof to back it up. And so sometimes that can get a little bit tricky with alternative health because of the FDA restrictions. You can't say that it, like it cures this or right. is a remedy for that, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. But there's still like, even on that hibiscus page, there's not even like the, the ubiquitous supports cardiovascular health with a little asterisk that goes down to these statements have not been supported by the FDA. I mean, even that's like, that's basic, but even that's not here, you know, even that's missing. And so because you're not there to hold their hand and walk them through it, you have to put it all out there on the page. And so, yeah, having either social proof and testimonials or even like linking to PubMed studies or even, um, this is like a great case for content because if you have a blog and information like that on your website that it's it's that can skirt the FDA rules because you're not claiming that your products can do X, Y, and Z, but you're providing information about, say, studies like how hibiscus tea has been shown to reduce blood pressure. You can kind of get around those, those rules but still help position yourself in a higher search engine you know on the page and also give people what they're looking for you know like let them know that that this sort of thing can help them with the problem that they're looking for and so then that's also then kind of like the the website being your bricks and mortar store is that you want your um this is then the third c would be to have a clean design with clear copy. So sometimes websites, they can be so busy and they're full of ads and things going on. Oh yeah, it's the worst. When when you don't know where, we don't know where to look and there's things blinking at you everywhere. Yeah, it's just, I I run for the hills at that point. Yeah, exactly. If it's just too much going on and like you combine the bad design with, with copy that's not really telling you anything and they're just gone, never to come back. And so you want to think of your website as, as if it were your home or your your bricks and mortar business. And so you want it to be clean. Like, how do you want people to feel if they were to come into your store? It's the same thing with your website. Like, do you want them to feel like relaxed and engaged and confident and comfortable? Or do you want them to be like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. It's a good point. I mean, think about like, for instance, the Starbucks, you know, probably nobody in that industry has spent more money than them on perfecting the customer experience, right? I mean, they're all about, you know, you have two options. Well, three, really. Now they have the drive-through in a lot of them. Second Mm -hmm. is I need to get in here and get out of here quick. I'm on my way to work or somewhere. I need to grab a coffee. And third is the the lounge act, you know, who's like going to make it their office, but they want to accommodate all those people. And, but it's really about like think about when you walk in there, it's the the colors and the smells and the and the feeling of it, the energy, the music. It it all plays a big part on uh, how you feel when you go in there and whether you'll come back or not. And importantly, like how well are you being indoctrinated into their product, their process, and what makes them different from other coffee shops? And Amanda, there's a place here and where I live in St. Petersburg. It's a tea shop, and 
it's really cool that men have great teas and everything, but I don't know anything really at all about teas. I know that I know that there's there's white and there's green and there's uh, black, but I don't know uh, anything at all. And, sure. and and so when you go in this place, you know it's kind of hip and and they and it's nicely laid out. Like they have uh, all the uh, bins of tea are on a wall, and they bring it over and they let you you know smell the tea and all these things. But the problem with it is, is that when I walk in there and I'm standing in line and and it takes it takes a good while to brew somebody some tea. Right. And yeah. so if there's one person behind the counter, they might be working with a customer for, you know, five minutes before they get to the next person. So you could potentially be there five to 15 minutes before you even talk to the server. Right. And and there's nothing in this place for me to get indoctrinated while I'm standing there, you know? And so there's a high, much higher likelihood of me getting frustrated and walking out rather than wanting to wait while I try to figure out. And I, just imagine if they, they had a really clear process for me to follow, right? Like, right. hey, come on in, welcome, start here. Give me childlike instructions, you know, stand Absolutely. here. Good signage. Yeah. Like, yeah. Read go, this. Here. Go yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Like guide me through. And I like, I yeah. don't want to have to try to figure because I'm uncomfortable. I'm already not an expert in this place. And I feel like everybody else in there, they're ordering tea with savvy. And I'm like, you know, this, this geek who doesn't understand what's going on. And so. Yeah. Uh, it's a really good point about it, it being like walking into a storefront. Your website has to do the same thing that we would want from a really great brick and mortar experience. Right. Yeah. And it has to do it all on its own because you're not there to hold their hand or smooth over any confusion. Like mm. if they get confused or frustrated, they'll just bounce and that's yeah. it. You know? yeah. Yeah. And that's what people are looking to do online. They they want you to fail so that they can click away and save their money and, and go back to Facebook and look at, you know, Right. Fail videos. And so but at the same time, too, they also are looking for a hero, depending on their stage of, of urgency, like, you know, where, like what, how desperate the problem is. Mm -hmm. like, they, on one hand, yeah, like they don't expect you to have what they're looking for, yet they need something very badly. <laughs> you know, like they need a hero. Yeah they, so. they, yeah, they want you to. Yeah, they want you to succeed. But you've got to do it really well and really quickly. They they have to feel comfortable the second they land there. Right. All right. So that's yes. we have. So now we're on four. So control number one, two, control the narrative. Number two, confirm your claims. That's your proof. Number three yeah. is a clean design with clear copy. Really good. What is the fourth C? Number four is come out and say hi or come <laughs> say hi. <laughs> I love that. And this is, again, kind of the extension of the, the idea of your website being a, a storefront that when you if you are the owner of the store and you're working in there and people come in like your inclination is to look up, say hi, how are you? Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you get to talking to them. So the fact, again, on the website that you're not there. It's too often I see people their websites that where the people behind them are, are God, they're hidden. Like, you know, it's just like sort of a faceless company without any pictures or anything about the team or the founder or, or things like that. And it's really important, I think, to, to in the indoctrination process is to show that you are a person and that you care, you know, like mm -hmm. people buy from people that they know, like and trust, not from just corporations, you know, well, I mean, they do, but right. <laughs> ideally, and especially if you're, if you're getting into something new, you want 
a person behind it. You want somebody to connect with. Yeah, a that's, why, bit. that's why even yeah. uh, corporations use spokespeople. So it feels more personal. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, have like on your about page or, you know, somewhere pretty prominent in your website, like a food babe, you know, Vanny's like her face is all over it. And mm-hmm. even if you don't necessarily want to make your face the brand, it's still important to have like a picture and then a little bit about who you are and why you care. You know, why are you an authority? Mm-hmm. Why do you care about helping people? You know, why should we buy from you? <laughs> Basically, right. you know, I like that. Come out and say hello. All right. We're, <laughs> we're down to the big finale, the fifth C. All right. Fifth C is capture your visitors contact information so that you can continue the conversation. All a right. lot of C's. Well, a lot of C's in that one. Five C's just in that, that the fifth C. Love it. Yeah. And this is everything. <laughs> this is like, yeah, I mean, like you got to be able to continue the conversation. Otherwise, what's the point? Right. So if you've done everything sort of right so far and you, you know, they're comfortable and they're interested and they can connect with you, but maybe they don't buy that day or even if they do, you still want to be able to keep in touch with them, you know, like have a relationship with the people that are either new to your world or that can then become raving fans and spread the word. And so it's, it's, I think it's really important to offer, uh, you know, what we call a lead magnet or something of value in exchange for their contact information. A lot of times I see just like sign up for our newsletter and I'm like, well, why? Yeah. Why yeah. should I? <laughs> what a boring word. You mean another right? newsletter. Yeah. That'd be great. I'll read right through and that. I, yeah. I also wouldn't recommend sign up for our newsletter and get 10% off because then you're just sort of devaluing your, your product or your service. Right. I think it's better to offer something that they can use, like say essential oils, you could offer like a PDF or a download of uh, like maybe the top 10 afflictions that essential oils can help relieve or mm-hmm. things like that. Something that they can use, but that also then, and then it gets them going on it. Say they're new to essential oils, they buy some, but then they also have this guide that they yeah. can use at home that helps them go further and further into your world. So. And, I, and I even like calling it something fun that sizes up what it is. Like I would call it like, you know, a refrigerator chart or something like that, where it's like, <laughs> yeah. because yeah. a guide or something, you just go, ah, oh, this is just more information. But it's like, Ooh, what does that look like? Right. You kind of like, you want to see it. It has this promise of being really simple to read and something you'll want to display and refer to often. So yeah, think about, again, if you're always just thinking about what, how can I blow this person away, make them feel safe, make them feel comfortable, help them discover exactly what it is they need to know? If you're just thinking of that at every turn, then this process should be really easy for you. It's just the way you would treat somebody in person if yeah. you knew they needed your help and could really use your product and you had a problem they they had a problem you could solve. So awesome right, stuff. Yeah. yeah, Amanda, really great. Uh, so AmandaFoxcroft.com is where you can go get more information, get indoctrinated into the indoctrin- indoctrinatrix world. <laughs> yeah. And that's where you can also get Amanda's report. Here, here we are. We give enough. I don't know if it'll be a, 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 mag- a refrigerator chart necessarily, but you'll get these five C's and yeah. run them, run your site through these. Just, you know, this is a great thing to kind of a checklist to check your own yeah. site and make sure that you're not missing a chance on indoctrinating people into your world so that you can give them all the value that you've got to give. Amanda, yeah. great stuff. Thanks for being here today. We'll do it again soon. Thank you. Sounds great. Thanks, Ken. Bye. Bye.
thanks for listening. I hope you dug the show. Come on over to copychief.com. That's where you'll find all the backlog, all the transcribes, all the show notes, and all the free weekly copywriting tips. Copychief.com.